I got a cat, guys. This is important. Uh, Sarah's doing balloon man arms. Do people know what balloon man arms means? Yeah, like the inflatable balloon man in front of like a used car dealership. I mean, I knew what you mean. Of course. But, <laughs> but we have a secret language. The secret language of fleas or whatever. Fleas? Bees. Bees. Bees is the name of the book. Bees. And it's the life, not the language. <laughs> Bees have secret languages. They talk through dance. They're artists. It's beautiful. I wish I could do that. Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we're pitting every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find... The Ultimate Brad. This podcast isn't spoiler-free, so if you haven't listened to the movies we're talking about, you should listen to them. But also, if you're this far in the podcast, I imagine you've listened to the episodes about them already? Uh, the movies that we're spoiling for you today are Fury and Ocean's 12, which are a very strange mix. Like It's, a, are, it's a weird mashup. Nobody has ever organically watched Ocean's 12 and then followed it up with Fury. Not even in the same week, probably, has that ever happened in Probably history. not. It's just like... I don't know what order you watched these movies in, but it was definitely for me a chaser shot situation. I did the same. Yeah, it was it was Ocean's Twelve last night. I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be fun. Get egg. These are two good movies. Ocean's Twelve, just a fun, sexy time. And then you're like, Fury. This is a good movie. I remember it being a good movie. And then it's a I mean, it's a good movie, but it's also a lot. Got a guy mashed into the mud like mashed potatoes. That was so bad. I forgot about that part. I did too. I didn't even think I noticed it the first time. Also, the woman eating a dead horse. Totally missed that the first time. I didn't see that part. Oh, she's like harvesting dead horse meat and the horse is like real dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little uh, gross, a little dark. Yeah, gory, really World War II-y, but not glamorous, which I think is important. I appreciate that. I can't say that I'm like thrilled to have seen it three times now. This is really like a watch it once kind of movie. Yeah, I I mean, when you see it once, you 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 get it, you get it, you know. (laughs) World War II, not good. Bad. Two thumbs down. You don't need to hammer it into my brain. I got it. I get it. I had it from the start. I already knew. I, I didn't even need a movie to tell me World War II was bad. I just, no, I, I just knew. It. I avoid all World War II content because because uh, it's don't so like bad. It. I don't think it was good. <laughs> it was, <laughs> a little controversial opinion here. World War II <laughs> kind of fucked up. Yeah, it was not good. Bad stuff uh, happened. Yeah, I guess we should start with Fury. I guess so. Let's, fr- fresh let's on give the, the people. Let's have them learn from our mistake. This mistakes, mistakes. <laughs> And do a uh, shot chaser. Yeah. You know? Let's we'll start you off. And boy, was there shooting. <laughs> God, I had, uh, to, I had to keep turning my volume down watching this because I was like, my neighbors are going to be like, what the fuck? 
I just, yeah, I had mine down at like a reasonable level and then had subtitles on also just because. Oh, I wish I had subtitles. They get really mumbly in this one. They get real mumbly in this one. I was sad I didn't have subtitles. I totally missed a lot of what they were saying. But Let me tell you, IMDb TV free. It's pretty, pretty all right. Oh, did they give subtitles for the German parts? Yes, but the subtitles were on top of the already existing subtitles. <laughs> On the German part, so it was double subs. That's okay. This one, once again, didn't have German subtitles, and I was so mad because I was like, I've seen this three times, and I still don't know what they're saying in German because I keep watching it on the internet. So I found a subtitle site and downloaded the subtitles onto my phone and caught up whenever it was with subtitles. So now I know. Wow. Yeah. It didn't say anything important, but it helped a little. Should we tell the people the plot? Do you want to tell the people the plot? Sure. Um, it's a uh, good thing I just read the Wikipedia summary, <laughs> as I am wont to do. And you accused me of not paying attention. I paid full attention. I just don't understand anything <laughs> in the world. <laughs> me, a writer, wants to tell stories. Can't follow a basic plot. Okay. Uh, Lieutenant War Daddy. <laughs> Brad Pitt plays War Daddy, a war man who's like very hardened by the war. Um, and he and his crew have been fighting the Germans since uh, uh, North Africa or something. Like, they've been in this war for a long time, so they're very close. And they are joined by a new rookie kid who is like a typist, but was assigned uh, to their tank because uh, things aren't going so well in this war. So, yeah, they fight some people, and the new kid doesn't want to kill anybody, and War Daddy, um, in a, a turning point forces the kid to shoot um, a Nazi soldier and uh, is, like, trying to, like, harden him up for battle. And uh, anyway, they keep fighting, and then eventually they come to a crossroads where they are supposed to hold down the crossroads, but their tank has been blown out, so they can't move. So War Daddy decides to sacrifice himself and try to kill as many as he can, and then the rest of his team is like, we love you, War Daddy, we stand, XOXO, we're going to stay behind with you. And then they all stay behind and fight, and then everybody dies, but the kid escapes through a hatch at the bottom, as urged by uh, Brad Pitt, who's like, go on without me, kid, I'll be fine, and then he dies. The end. The kid makes it out okay. This is <laughs> maybe the worst summary I've ever given, but... No, you hit all the major points. Thanks. Um, one other thing to note about this movie is Shia LaBeouf is in it. And a fun, not fun piece of trivia that I learned today from Rachel's boyfriend, Carlos, is that he did not shower for most of the production in order to infuse himself with the authenticity of living in a tank. Method acting. Not- it's for assholes. I do, I do not think that was necessary, Shia. Did he just not want to take a shower? And he was like, oh, it's, it's totally for the movie. That's horrifying. I was reading, when I was on the Wikipedia page, um, the director for this movie, a little bit crazy, uh, first sent them all to boot camp and then made them all live in the tank together. IRL <laughs> in real life. And then he also encouraged them, encouraged them to fight one another and like physically punch one another so that they would all have black eyes and be roughed up. But like just guys being dudes, man, just guys being dudes. I felt so bad for that kid. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was a really I know we've talked about this before. This is a good movie. Um, 
he's a really good audience surrogate because I too spend too much time on the computer and don't have any real skills that would benefit (laughs) me in war and don't think I could kill someone at all. Absolutely not. Period. I was thinking about this this whole movie. I was just like, I would just, I would rather be in jail for being a deserter. I would just be like, put me in jail. Yeah. I, uh... My dad reminded me over Thanksgiving about how everybody has to sign up in case there's a draft and apparently he signed me up as like a conscientious objector because I didn't want to do it and so my name is floating around somewhere as a conscientious objector (laughs) if there's ever a draft. Girls don't have to sign up for the draft. They do though apparently because I had to sign up. I don't know. I didn't. Really? No. I think it's like everybody does just in case and then they only call guys. I didn't sign up for the draft. He said that everybody does, because I was like, I don't remember that. And he was like, yeah, well, most kids don't, because your parent just gets the letter, and then they just, like, deal with it. Ask your mom. I don't know. Maybe my dad is wrong. Interesting. I feel like I derailed this conversation. Can I just Google this really quick? Yeah, because I want to know, too. I have no memory of this. I remember getting the census as a kid. God, I don't want to get drafted. That's... (laughs) Who must register? I trust Wikipedia more than the government. (laughs) Fair. Under current law, all male U.S. citizens between 18 and 25 years of age are required to register within 30 days of their 18th birthday. In addition, certain categories of non-U.S. citizen men between 18 and 25. um, In the current registration system, a man cannot indicate that he is a conscientious objector to war when registering, but he can make such a claim when being drafted. Some choose to write on the registration card, I am conscientious objector to war to document their conviction, even though the government will not have such a classification until there is a draft. Um, well, what did he sign me up for then? <laughs> maybe he just sent the government a letter letting you know. <laughs> My daughter, just in case you change the law. Does well, because in February fight. 2019, the male-only military draft registry was ruled to be under const- unconstitutional in National Coalition for Men versus Selective Service Program. Following the ruling, the Selective Service Legislation Liaison, Jacob Daniels, told reporters, things continue here at Selective Service as they have in the past, which is men between the ages of 18 and 25 are required to register with selective service and at this time until we receive guidance from either the court or from congress women are not required to register for selective service did he just do it for fun what's happening <laughs> i think he just wanted to make sure i don't know i'm gonna follow- um, i will be following up on this <laughs> please follow up with john baker <laughs> um yeah no i uh i don't think war is right we were talking about it on the couch in the middle of our morning coffee <laughs> scrapple game and viewing fury <laughs> totally which i will have everyone know everyone was way more into the movie than the scrapple game so i felt justified That's good. um brad pitt taking a bath in that bowl hot did he take a bath in a bowl i thought he just shaved he shaved but he also like washed his torso like he didn't need to take off his shirt if he was just shaving you're right you he know did. I thought and he just- show us his like hot grizzled scarred up back please don't say that was hot it wasn't it was gross he looked like he you know like when you're trying to like smooth plaster (laughs) it looked like stucco it wasn't the best artificial scarring i've seen but also i haven't seen anybody with the real burn up back and i don't plan to i'm sorry you can't plan that kind of thing. I guess not. Once Zoe was at a bus stop and a man asked if she wanted to see his skin disease and she said no, but he lifted up his shirt anyway. And then he tried to sell her a bus pass. 
<laughs> Hannah, was that man you when you come home from work and you ask if I want to see your weird <laughs> skin disease? Um, first of all, I haven't done that in over a year because you live in LA now. Yeah, but so. you still text me. Pictures. Oh, I saw an ad. This is not about Fury. We're going <laughs> off the rails, guys. I saw an ad that I kept meaning to send you that was like plastered up and it was for some government thing and they want you to send them pictures of your poop and I was going to send it to you. Oh my God. Because I thought you'd think it was funny. <laughs> so that they can figure out like health stuff, like better ways to like use your poop to figure out health stuff. Oh my God. Why do they want the poop though? That's like a conspiracy. <laughs> No, they just want a photo. They don't want you to send them your poop. I know, but what are they collecting? A database of my poop? That's private. <laughs> I guess there's nothing more private than poop. Unless you're tell a little to, kid. Tell that to tell that to uh <laughs> tell that tell that to fucking <laughs> She's dying. She's glitching. <laughs> tell that to um um fucking uh Oliver Oliva all uh uh call me by your name and I'll call you by mine. Um Elio. Elio, thank you. <laughs> Tell that to fucking Elio for those that have read the book. Oh my god. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say something controversial. No, I'm not. I'm go not gonna it. say something controversial. Drop it. Drop it. No, I don't wanna get canceled by my my our demo. She's going to say that the it's not a good book. You're going to rat me out like that? In front of our demo? I'm sorry. In front of our hundred and I'm a half sorry. listeners? Listen, you can edit. You can edit it out. I think they'll forgive you, though. It's not a good book. It's not a good book. You they know it's a good movie? They poop. It's not good. And then there's a scene where someone... The, the book is already someone telling a story, and then the story turns into someone else reading their short story about a story they heard from someone else, and those characters never appear again. He just goes to a book reading. It's like, what? I don't need this. This is not interesting. Very confusing. But you know what's a good movie? Fury. <laughs> Fury is a good movie. Good job relating Fury to both The Secret Life of Bees and Call Me By Your Name. The only time that's been done in history as well. Um, Fury, Fury, Fury. What is Brad there? Pitt's hot in it. Brad Pitt does a good job. He's very intense. He's an he, intense man. He is intense. I like that. I remember talking a lot last time about how he balances like being the daddy of the aforementioned he, he's the daddy and he's also the war um it's true like he is like a father figure to all these guys and they look yeah. up to him and respect him and that's nice but he's also like crazy like he he talks about how you know for all these guys he's like it's the best job i've ever had and like he's not able to return to civilian life which is why he's like i'm just gonna i will go down with this ship as dido says um, he does not put up his white flag and surrender. No. Uh, yeah, he's like, he's brutal. He's been, um, his sense of, of, of normality is like dramatically shifted. And like, makes sense that he'd be like, I don't know who I am without this tank. I can't leave this tank. Bummer. It is a bummer. Now I'm thinking of that other song that's like, I don't know who I am without you. 
She who dares to stand where I stood. It's Brad and his tank. Um, Check out my AMV on YouTube. (laughs) Wow. I wonder if there are any Brad Pitt AMVs on YouTube. Oh my God, I'm sure that there are. Well, we'll look this up in a little bit. Yeah. Um, God, I don't... I don't know what else to say. Like, he's just, like, he's so intense and so married to the job. Married to that goddamn tank. <laughs> World War II? Bad. Not a good thing. Not good. Terrible. Should we move on to Ocean's 12 so that we can then compare these two? Yeah, I think that's going to be easier. Remarkably different things. Yeah. Two good. apples and oranges, truly. God, this pitting. <sighs> um, do you want me to summarize Ocean's 12? Please, for the that's love why I gave of you God. Fury. Thank you. Ocean's 12 picks up where Ocean's 11 left off, where uh, Rusty Ryan, Danny Ocean, and their merry band of thieves are enjoying the spoils of their thievery. Uh, they are all living contented lives more or less, with their winnings from the Benedict robbery until Tony Benedict himself shows up out of the blue and lets them all know that they owe him his money back plus interest. Talk about student loans, am I right? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> um, so... They, Ocean's Eleven, all get back together and they say, what are we going to do about this? And so they go to Amsterdam, uh, which is Brad Pitt, a.k.a. Rusty Ryan's uh, suggestion to do some crimes in Europe because they're too hot in America. Little does Danny Ocean know that Brad Pitt wants to go to Amsterdam because his ex-girlfriend, Catherine Zeta-Jones, is there, a member of Europol, a smaller version of Interpol, the international police force. Um, They do some crimes for some guys, and then it turns out that there's another, even better thief, who is the disciple of Lamarck, the most famous best thief in the world, who's challenging them to a thief-off. And the Night Fox, who is that man. (laughs) Thief off, 2019. Thief off. You liked Knives Out? Come watch Thief Off. (laughs) Um, So the thief, the Night Fox, who's this awful, awful French guy, is like, if you can steal this fancy egg before I steal it, you win and I'll pay off Tony Benedict. But if I win, you get dead or whatever. I don't know, basically. That's what what he said, verbatim. (laughs) So then they bimble and bamboozle and uh, do all sorts of stuff. And then it looks like it's going to be bad stuff. They all get caught going into the museum. And uh, it looks like they lost. And they get bailed out by Matt Damon's pretend mom, uh, who's a double agent and also a thief. And then um, uh, Danny Ocean and Tess, played by Julia Roberts, who I always get confused with Jennifer Garner because they look the same, um, shows up to the Night Fox's home and is like, where's our money? And he's like, no, I won. You see, I took the, the egg on opening, like, before it showed up. 
and they show him doing a cool laser dance and then Danny Ocean and Tess are like no actually we got the egg give us our money and then they explain how they did it and I still don't really understand how their plot worked um but then they win and they get to pay off their debts and then Brad Pitt flies his girlfriend Catherine Zeta-Jones to meet her dad who's been long lost and it turns out her dad was Lamarck and they are reunited as family and then they all go play poker together and they're all great and happy the end that was a great summary far better than I could have done (laughs) get egg get egg they sure got that egg I have no idea how that twist worked at the end either I was just like oh they I get really confused when I get lost in the sauce when it's Julia Roberts playing Julia Roberts yeah gets a little meta gets thrown in there and it's oh yeah yeah I was gonna say we had both uh two from the previous uh uh Brad off with Bruce Willis from 12 Monkeys and What's his face from the assassination of Jesse James? Oh yeah, 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 Casey Affleck. Yeah, fucking Casey Affleck. We had a double in Oceans. <sighs> double trouble. So it was kind of fun. Kind of fun. See the yeah, see the fun cast Easter egg. Cast a ca- egg. It all comes back to the egg. <laughs> it all comes back to egg. I was scrolling through. There was a thing, and it was like. Go to Twitter and see what it, the interests that it generated for you are so you can uncheck the ones you don't care about. Did you get egg? egg too? Egg was one of my interests. I got egg as well. I was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I took a screenshot and I just forgot to send it to you. I'm so glad we Because I think egg. it was sandwiched between some stuff that was like embarrassing. So. Oh no. What could be more embarrassing than egg? I think it was also lowercase, which is really funny. because everything... <laughs> Mine was uppercase. <laughs> Proper egg. Oh, gosh. <sighs> yeah. Um, this movie is so fun. It is I have fun. such a fun time watching this movie. <laughs> I love that in the first scene before Brad Pitt jumps out the window, which I have questions about that I'll ask in a second. Uh, she's like, yeah, we'll be able to know if he has dandruff, if he lightens his hair, what conditioner he uses, and it flashes to... We talked about the head and shoulders last time, but it also show, um, goes to his uh, hair streaking gel oh. and also his conditioner. My God. Which is really funny. That's really cute. We and love a 90s alley-oops. streak. We love it. Brad Pitt pulls it off. He does. He Gucci makes me want to get streaks. Ooh, chunky highlights. What if? That's going to come back now that we said it. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, it's next. Oh, hell yes. No, it's a great time. It's it's fun to watch. It's just hijinks. I love when they steal things. And I also really like that this one like features Brad, whereas the previous one featured Gloons. Matt Damon is in Ocean's 13, which is why I got knocked out right away. Because mm-hmm. it is about Matt Damon. And not as good. Not enough Brad. It's not as fun. Except for I think that's the one that had the scene with Oprah. Right? Oprah was in it? No, but they were talking about it. Oh. Brad Pitt and Coons had their moment. Yeah, 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 where they were watching Oprah. Where they were watching Oprah. That's a shame. Yeah, that one was really good. All right. No, I think that was 13 or maybe 11. 12, they were watching a spaghetti western or like a dubbed version of Star Trek or something. And drinking wine. And Brad was like, do you think she's mad at me for like surprising her? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then George Clooney is just watching Star Trek and is like, the guy who's doing this person is amazing. I'm glad that they have a bromance in every movie. I love it. They're so fun. They're cute. 
What nice, nice old boys. What nice old thieves. I also really liked the recurring part at the train station where George Clooney kept asking everybody if he looked like he was 50. I love that. Which is very relatable. And then Don Cheadle is like, uh, from yes, and George is really offended. And he's like, but only from the face up. <laughs> it's so good. Sorry. This movie's just so fun. It's cute. It's clippy. It's fun. Oceans is a good, it's a good series, you guys. It's a good franchise. I don't think anybody's like, I don't know. I feel like yeah, not nobody's too many people like, are fighting. Oceans. I think everybody enjoys Oceans. They're fun. The The main thing is people get, I think, a little salty about Ocean's 12, to which I say, watch it again. Yeah, check it it's out. It's on Netflix. It's a good time. It's not like, I will say watching it again, I was like, okay, I mean, this isn't like a, a quote unquote good movie. Yeah, it's not cinema, <laughs> but, it's but I'm fun. not watching the Ocean's movies to watch cinema. If I wanted cinema, I would watch Fury. <laughs> What's that tweet that's like? must a movie be good is it not enough to sit in a dark room and see a face huge why does a movie have to be good is a it, movie doesn't have to be good is it not it, enough to see a face huge or normal size if you're on a tv yeah it's just like i just want to watch some friends be friends i just want to watch 11 men be friends with one another <laughs> Both of these movies are, like, a weird, like, just guys being dudes thing. Yeah. But one of them makes me feel a lot less in danger than the other one. Oh, my God. That is true. Yeah, these it's are like, very bro-y movies. There's only, like, two women in both of them, I think. In a way that I just, like, I'm not going to rant about because it kind of feels more like how they're set up than any sort of greater thing. But they're very bro. Yeah, but it's, like, watching... I feel like watching Ocean's 12, I'm like, man, I hope this is what guys are like when they hang out by themselves. Whereas Fury, it's like, God, this is how guys are like when they're hanging out by themselves. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, I want to imagine that guys have fun friendships and they sit on the couch and drink wine together in bathrobes when they wake up too early for a flight. But... But in reality, Probably they, not. they drive around in tanks and scrape pieces of face off of a wall. Yep. That's, <laughs> you may not like it, but that's what peak male performance looks like. Why can't, listen, back in the good old days, I miss the days when guys would just hang out and talk about how to steal an egg. Bring us back to I, that. Just back to the good old days. What happened to traditional family values where it was just a bunch of guys... Wanting to steal an egg. That's the future liberals want. Stealing Fabergé eggs. God. Um, I think that's part of what makes this pitting particularly difficult, though, because they're both such good examples of, like, one, two very different sides of Brad, and two, two very different types of movies. And, like, both of them are ensemble movies. Both of them are guys being dudes movies both of them are like brad pitt playing kind of a paternal role Mm -hmm. um but only one of them has george clooney (laughs) only one of them's got the clunes but the other one has logan lerman he's more age appropriate (laughs) i was sitting here on the couch watching fury and i was thinking fuck i was like we have to define bradness like we keep saying this and i was like what are we gonna do like this is the problem that we've been skirting around for so long, and it 
it's been avoidable, but it, and it and it kind of still is. But like we're starting to close in on it. And I was really just sitting here thinking as I was watching this, I was just like, God damn it! I was like, because you know, whenever we talk about the podcast, people are like, Well, what is Bradness? And it's like, Well, I don't know. We're trying to figure that That's out. That's the point. Yeah. And then That's I'm like, the point God of the podcast. Damn it, Sarah. And I'm like, What if? What? If, what are we gonna do? Like, what are we gonna do when it comes down to like a really goofy movie? And it, well, I guess we're here now, so it's hard because it's almost like there are two different. Brad's. Yes. There's comedy Brad and there's drama Brad. Yes. And then it's like, which one is more Bradness? And is Bradness like what we think Brad Pitt the human man is like? Or is it like what we as a society think that Brad Pitt is as an actor? Mm -hmm. Because in that case, then I think it goes into like, just based off of the roles he's given or he, he takes or whatever... He seems to, like, do more drama, but mm-hmm. he thrives in comedy. Right. And that makes it really hard. I don't think Brad knows what Bradness is. No, not at all. Right. Because like, he's like, my favorite movie that I've been in is The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Right. Which I would not say if we're talking about, like, a quintessential Brad. You know, like, he's not going to come to mind. Right. It's a good Brad. It's, it's a good great. Brad role. So the, yeah, And then it, is it, like, Brad performances? Or is it, like, iconography? Right. And uh, that's not how that word is said. <laughs> uh. No, yeah, what, what's the fucking metric? What are we judging on? Like, are we judging on who's a better actor, or are we judging on who's a better... Entertainer. Yeah. And I think I that... I think those are two different things. I think that you may be thinking, hmm, maybe you should have thought of the rules before you started the game. But let me counter with... I think that we have been historically up till this point judging on the better actor because I think that's been very easy and obvious to do. Mm-hmm. And when faced with a different... But now they're all good actors. Now they're all good actors. It, it does come down to something more because you're getting to things that are impossible. And, and also, like, I don't know, I'm not, like, an acting teacher. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... Right, like, I just know when I feel like someone's just reading lines off a of paper and I know when I feel like that was it. Good job, right. I think. I'm not able to say, like, oh, did you notice, like, the way his eye was twitching and he was, you could tell his internal thoughts matched the script. You know what I mean? Like, I... Right. No, it's like, it's, and then that's hard, too, because it's like, I know, and I think we can both, like, say that it's been really hard to do this because sometimes it gets really hard to, like, isolate that from the film. Yeah. Like, there have definitely been movies that, like, should have gone forward that didn't because, like, I don't know, like, in Glorious Bastards, that's an iconic Brad. Yeah. And, like, I would say probably has a fair amount of Bradness. Yeah. But also, it's, like, not a, like, movie either of us really want to watch. Yeah. And we both have huge issues with it, so it got knocked out. And anytime I talk about March Madness, people are like, oh, where's Inglorious Bastards? I'm like, not present. (laughs) Kicked it out. But then, like, also, I... (laughs) I do stand by it that I don't think he was doing a lot. When I was reading the reviews for Fury, somebody said something about how Fury was a watered-down Aldo Rain, and I was like, oh, I very much disagree with that. I think that that's Aldo Rain... That's incorrect. Aldo Rain is a watered-down this guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Inglourious Bastards is the co- is the comedic version of War right. Daddy. And, like, that's, like, the Fury versus Inglourious Bastards pitting would make more sense. Oh, God, I wish we like, had that. two sides of the same coin. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's worth talking about, even though it, it... And then it's, like, thinking back about those scorecards and stuff where it's, like, those elements, it becomes, like, really hard to, like, discover, like, find nuance mm-hmm. in it. And I was... Because it's, like, 
commitment, panache, and all that good stuff. Like, I would say these movies are very evenly matched. Yeah, and I was also, oh my god. Also, they're both hot. <laughs> so. God, I wish you wouldn't say that about War Daddy. I definitely know. I was thinking about that, too, and I was also thinking about how even the scorecards, yeah, they become limiting, and they also are a little biased because we have, like, charisma on the scorecard. You know what I mean? Like, so then are we, right. are we saying that the Brad must be charismatic? Yeah. What about if he's like shitty, like in Moneyball? Right. He's not a charismatic man. He's <laughs> right. kind of a sucker. Yeah. And you I know? think we, we naturally kind of stopped using the scorecards, which we didn't really talk about. But yeah, it, it became limiting and like hard to talk. Yeah. Hard to talk about the nuance, just like you said. <sighs> yeah. Fuck, I just like it's hard. then I miss it for something like this, where it's like I would like just like to put a letter grade on it. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, it's like Fury is. I feel like this might seem more obvious to an outsider. I feel like an outsider might be sitting there like, are you fucking serious? Like, you know, it seems like Fury is an obvious choice to win because he does a really good, a technically good performance in Fury. And like, I think it shows a lot more depth than than we usually see from him. Like, we don't usually see that intensity, although that's not true because we saw it in like Ad Astra and Jesse James. But um, in 12, I think that he is performing what we saw in 11 and love so much about brad but like more because there's more screen time right and like he's a master of that like that's what he does really well and that's what we love about him right and that's what makes him like a fun actor to watch is being able to see like when he's taking a role and having fun with it but then part of what makes it so like what makes brad pitt an interesting actor is that he's able to do both sides totally you know and yeah and it, i think sorry that's part of that like cultural staying power that we were talking about way back in the very beginning yeah because you go in expecting a rusty ryan and then you get a war daddy and you're like oh whoa i didn't or you go in expecting a war daddy mm-hmm. and get a rusty ryan mm-hmm. sort of depending on like what your background totally oh <sighs> i don't know and then there's the issue of the fact that oceans 11 is already <laughs> is already in and then what if it ends up just being oceans 11 versus oceans 12 That's so stupid and then it's like it's the same character <laughs> then oceans 12 would win because there's more of him. and then everyone would just be like fuck you <laughs> like oceans literally 12. fuck off i listened to this podcast for three years and you picked oceans 12 oh, we really we've really we've really done it this time we really painted ourselves into a corner <laughs> Shaped like Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt corner. Brad Pitt life-size standee. <laughs> Here, we let's said, go back. What, what did we say? We, we said, let's make a podcast. We said, let's watch every single Brad Pitt movie and see who's the mm-hmm. better Brad. Mm-hmm. And then we kept joking that it was Happy Feet mm-hmm. 2. And then Happy Feet which 2 is has oceans adjacent. made it to round four. So joke's <laughs> on us. Um, I forget. Do we have to watch it again? Yes. Fuck. I was thinking today, I want to make a tally of how much time we spent watching these movies. I don't. That's like those things where it's like, you're going to spend 12 years of your life on the toilet. <laughs> like, I've definitely spent like well over a month of my yeah. life. My my one wild and precious <laughs> life. What will you do? Oh, I'm going to watch every Brad Pitt <laughs> I'm going to watch movie. every Brad Pitt movie. Some of a them. A lot of them multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> like... Too many times. I'm sweating. Okay. All right. We can do this. We can do this. I really don't know. Do you know? 
which one wins, I don't know because it's 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 truly so hard. And my part of me is like, well, Fury should win because Ocean's Eleven is already in. And like Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Twelve, technically it is the same. If you're looking at like role, the same Brad. But if you're talking about like what I find fun and like what I find compelling about Brad, what I find entertaining... Ocean's 12 is, like, definitely, like, I want to see more of that when I watch Brad. You know? I like it. I will protect it. (laughs) I want to see it grow up healthy. I want to see it grow up healthy. But. So you're doing the head and the heart. I have the exact same head and the heart battle. I hadn't hadn't thought about the Ocean's 11 part of it. But I was definitely thinking, I was like, well, technically, like, on paper, I'm like, Fury is better because, like, he gives a good performance. You know what I mean? But then I'm like, right. but, I, but I like him in Ocean's But 12. I love his, I love when he jumps out the window because that's so Brad. Does it take it's skill? It's so Brad when he just, whoop, whoop. Is it, you is know? it peak acting? No. Is it fun? Yeah. Yeah. And is like that what we as a people like about Brad Pitt? Yeah. Are we like, Brad Pitt is Daniel Day Lewis and he's really good at acting and he's like the next great American no, actor. That's why Daniel that's why we've got other Lawrence people. Lawrence Olivier. For that. It does make me question why we put him in roles like Fury then. Right. And then that's where it gets confusing yeah. because he is a really good, good actor and he is like really cerebral with a lot of his people roles. People discount it. And then, and that's the thing where it's like Fury is arguably more impressive yes. because of our societal preconceived notions of Brad Pitt is just sexiest man alive, nineteen ninety, whatever. Do we phone a friend? Do we flip a coin? We could phone a friend. We did say we would do that if there was a tie. I'm quite stumped. <sighs> Rachel's standing in my doorway with her hands like in the phone, in the phone. Rachel, do you want to? Do you want to weigh in? Yeah, Rachel, we're gonna phone a friend. So one second, let me let me dial. You gotta make this official. Phone call, volume up. So we're gonna go to contacts. This is only the second time we've done this. I know. I'm pretty impressed. Rach. God, I know so many Rachels. Call. Rachel, do you want to come into my bedroom and do a uh, tiebreaker? Um, yeah, I think my phone just died. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> come on in. Okay, it's a tiebreaker, really? It's a tiebreaker. Hi. Um, come, Great. come sit. Hello. Come everyone. to the studio. <laughs> this is my first, my first time. Rachel, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Rachel, Hannah's roommate. Um, I. My handle is at Elevator Gremlin on most things. Um, not a huge movie buff, but I like to be entertained. So, <laughs> Rachel, do you want to give some context about having seen these movies? Sure. Um, okay, I don't like war movies. Um, I do like heist movies, so that might kind of tell you where to fall. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> um, and having just seen Jojo Rabbit yesterday, I was whew, already really like, oh, Nazis, you know, so not that I'm not always like that, but like, you know, more so than usual. So, um, also Brad was just really like mean and, <laughs> and like the way that he talked to Logan Lerman fucked up. When he, when he didn't he, make him kill that guy. He made him kill someone. And also, he was racist mm-hmm. to the Spanish-speaking guy. Oh, that's true. And I don't think he was racist at all in Oceans, but I don't know. Maybe he was. I don't... No, he wasn't. He knew Chinese, but then mm. didn't uh, make his uh, yen, like, feel bad about that. Right. And he... Everyone's <clears throat> favorite friend was Bernie Mac. Right. And no one judged Bernie Mac for liking pedicures or anything, except right. for Which evil Tony Bennett. True. Right. I guess... But if we're talking about, like, if we're talking about movies, like, definitely, I think Oceans is better. I know that we have to do it from a Brad perspective. But I still would say Oceans because I think he's more dynamic in Oceans, and I think he's very one-note and static in Fury, which, like, I know it's supposed to be the role, but, like, you know, it's hard to judge someone's acting chops when they're only acting one way the entire time. Am I right? I wish I wish there was a way to describe the motions Hannah and I are doing to one another, which is like a. <laughs> she said it, not me. It's like the well, who's it's the, like the why not both girl where she's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> los dos? Wait, which which one of you is which? Sarah's fury, your ocean. No, we're no, we're, we're both fifty fifty. Oh. Neither of us can make a choice between the two, <sighs> okay. but I think we just did. But I think you just made our choice. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I think thanks. That's exciting. Thank yeah. you. I think I think oceans is. I mean, is, are those fair reasons? No, those are super fair reasons. I think that those are really good ones. I think that also you hit on the head despite having missed the first forty minutes of oceans <laughs> and, and the last fury. forty minutes oh, of fury. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> spoke to that emotional range i think we don't talk enough about how dynamic of a character rusty is he really Mm -hmm. goes through a lot Mm -hmm. in these Mm -hmm. movies he's nearly he is bankrupt right millions of dollars we didn't even talk about his whole hotel scheme where he had his failing hotels and he was like very stressed out about it (laughs) so stressed out and then there's the point where somebody his friend saul was like or not saul the other guy was like why don't you get someone to run your hotels for you? Brad Pitt's like, I want it run right. He Ooh. was like, I don't want a life. I want to run my hotels. Right. Well, I mean, who can blame him? <laughs> we all, we're all just trying to run our hotels in this crazy right. life. How about a hotel? <laughs> but, um, yeah. I guess, I guess, you know, I just don't think there's... There, there's really only one way to play, like a war guy like a hardened war true. guy and he did it and we know that he's good at it but there are so many ways to play rusty and i think he really you know there's a lot of different there's a little bit feeling of like his character from burn and then there's a little bit from his character from fury you know there's just it's all it's all a medley it's a brad medley wow. if you will 21 seasoning salute <laughs> Yes, exactly. Thank you for saying that. I feel like that's very well said. Yeah. Amazing. Wow, well, amazing. Glad I could Rachel, be here. Thank you. I'm going to go poop now. <laughs> God bless Thanks for you. Having me. <laughs> thank you so much, Rachel. Bye. Bye. <laughs> wow. Incredible. I have wow, for... she said it better. She. I've been working on this story for four <laughs> years, and she just 
tweeted it out. She just tweeted it out. I couldn't ask for better words in a better order with a better <coughs> ending. I'm so happy right now. We couldn't see the forest, but through the no, trees. No, that's just a really good point. That's a really good point that there's only, what did she say? God. There's only one way to play a grizzled war yes. man, but there are so many different ways to play rescue. I got chills. <laughs> Cause it's just like when you were at that mixer and that guy said Brad Pitt was a character actor. trapped in a leading man's body. Yeah, I was like, wow, you, you said it. It's the people. We gotta. God, we're so we're so we're so deep in this. We can't see. No, it's true. We've lost, we got to touch talk to the common There's man. There's only that was a very predictable war. Daddy was. I liked the sensitivity that he showed and that he was like a a a, a leader for them. But like that seems like the first thing that you would go to when playing something like that. You could be like a yeah. Boy Scout leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the Rusty is a very dynamic, sparkly, engaging, unique character. He's beautiful inside and out. God damn. Okay, so now we have Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Storm. <laughs> wow, I really did not think that's how that was going to go. I really thought it, I really thought it was going to be Fury, but I'm not mad about it. It's, it's the kind of thing where, like... I'm not mad about it either. It's the kind of thing where if we'd flipped a coin and it said Fury won, I would have been disappointed. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, it's right, but, like, okay. Yeah. Fucking twists and turns. All around. This podcast is full of stuff. <sighs> really thought I knew how that was going to go, but... I'm really glad we're on the same page. Definitely, me too. This speaks to our synergy. Really I didn't know, but now I know. Whew. Didn't know we were synergized. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wow. Well, congratulations, listen, Ocean's 12. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You Against all, o- against all odds. Let's be real. Truly. Ocean's 12 is, I think, one of the least favorite of the Ocean's movies. Let me really yeah, quick I'm check gonna, my stats. I guess it didn't score great on the IMDb. Nobody's. Ocean's 11 averages about four stars on Letterboxd. Ocean's 12 averages three stars mm-hmm. at about the same percentage. Ocean's 13 also averages about three mm-hmm. stars. That matches my memory. Yeah. But Ocean's 12 is fucking good. It's a so. fun time. If you don't like egg heists, I don't know what to tell you. There's Get egg. Get yeah, egg. Yeah. If you disagree with this decision, there's a saying Hannah and I frequently say to one another, which is eat an egg and calm down. You're getting a little st- a little hangry. You're a little stressed out. It's a real You're a little stroppy. Quick high protein meal if you eat eggs is to eat an egg yeah eat an egg and calm down or eat an egg substitute works for me so this challenging challenge was the penultimate episode of this season fancy use of the word penultimate thank you it's the right way to say um so next pitting is going to be johnny suede versus fight club Two movies I am excited to watch again. I am also very excited. And I think it's going to be a good cap yeah. to round three of the bracket. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for we joining us on this love crazy you. journey called life. Life is a highway. Oh, you to ride it all night long. All night long. All night long. <laughs> well, good use of the mouth. Your, your <laughs> mouth motion was incredible. <laughs> Thank you. I wish this was a video series, but it ain't, and that would uh, that would take even more time. True. 
Uh, you can find us all over the web. We've got our sticky, sticky tendrils every place. Uh, we're at marchbradness.net as a nothing but net, where you can see our whole archive and some other fun stuff, some good design and things like that. Uh, we are at March Badness on Apple Music, uh, or Apple Podcasts, I guess it's called now, iTunes. I don't know how the ghost of Steve Jobs is running his business. Uh, we're also on Instagram at march.bradness. And then we're on Facebook, which I recently found out doesn't actually give you anything. So, but it's March Bradness. What? Um, there was like a whole tweet thing going around where it's like, you can't get any natural engagement through Facebook unless you pay for it. And then if you pay for it, like you're not going to get enough people to pay off for the ads. That explains why work just deleted our our Facebook. They also like inflate a lot of fake metrics and it's like a whole thing. They were full of lies. They're the bad guys. This has been your musical ensemble for the evening. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, if you go on Facebook, it's March Bradness. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we will see you week after next. And a nice Christmassy or holidays Oh, maybe the Fight Club is like a holiday movie, right? Am I getting it confused with Die Hard? I feel like there's snow in it. What? <laughs> I feel like it's like has New Year's stuff. Well, we'll find out, I guess. Is Fight Club a Christmas movie? Tweet at us. <laughs> Let us know what you think. <laughs> at March Bradness on Twitter. Oh, and take care in the meantime. Be safe. Stay warm. Drink a hot chocolate. And don't get sick. Take your vitamins. Take your vitamins. Don't steal. Don't go to war. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, with that, <laughs> bye. Bye. A little bitchy. <laughs>